ladies and boogerman. He is Omar. Look at this. Look how je- I am Mo. Look how jelly I am. And this is the Mo and O Show. Hey guys, welcome to the Mo and O Show. My name is Omar Gonzalez. And I'm Omar Ellis. We are based out of New Jersey. We're professional photographers and... No, you're not. I am a professional. <laughs> I have an LLC, son. Oh yeah, you are. That's don't, right. Don't you ever embarrass me like that in front of my friends. <laughs> I always try to like you know, Miss, put you know down. your place, son. Don't put your friends down, man. That's Pick all you up. have is your friends. Pick and you are my best friend. Oh, he's like a brother to me. So uh, today we're going to talk about a lot of things not phototypish related, but we're going to start with the most important thing in the world, movie entertainment. Movie entertainment. So I discovered something about myself. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit uh, into the Spider-Verse Spider-Man movie. And also a little bit about the Aquaman movie. And we will finish up with uh, an issue, not an issue, but a concern I have with shooting Flash. We're going full, full into the Sony world. Yes, we'll get to that. All right, so let me start with, I got to start with my story. So uh, you haven't seen Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, right? No, and you <laughs> haven't seen the Aquaman movie. Yeah, so... We're going to sort of have a spoiler-free conversation, and you know how I I haven't even seen any previews, so you have to really be careful when you Mm -hmm. talk to me, okay? Mm -hmm. But I went to see Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse, and this doesn't have anything to do with the movie, but I discovered something about myself that I can't be distracted or it destroys the movie for me. I went to an early show, it was an IMAX, Mm -hmm. and it was uh, labeled as 2D, Right, 2D IMAX, which, by the way, the movie isn't filmed in IMAX. And I, do you know that? Yeah, I do. Barely anything is filmed no, in IMAX. No, but they'll put it there anyway. We'll get $15 extra. Thank you. Totally. Mm-hmm. All it is is a beautiful big screen, but they, the movie's not in IMAX. I mean, only like Dark Knight, the first 15 minutes is. So we sit down, the movie starts, it starts playing in 3D, right? So, okay, I'm like, I look at the guy in front of me. There's only like five people in the theater. And I look at the guy in front of me and he looks up at me and we're, we're both like thinking the same thing. We're like, this is, no one has glasses on, right? <laughs> so we're like, and I ask him, I'm like, this is supposed to be 2D, right? And he's like, yeah. So he gets up, you know, they always need the one person to take the step. If not, we're all sit there like sheep. Yeah, you're the, you're the, you're a sheeper, huh? <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, you I'm go. A- so someone comes in, they stop the movie, right? So the movie starts again, but it's in 3D still. So they start playing it in 3D, but the guy is doing something with the projector. So now we're watching the beginning of the movie in like 2.5D. 2.5? 2.5D. There is a 2.5D. No, well. (laughs) But he he did it wrong. (laughs) He did it wrong, son. Anyway, so the picture is going uh, from double to single to double. So whatever technology is used in the theater, he's like going from 3D to 2D. I I didn't know it was that simple. I thought you had to change like a reel. (laughs) They charge you millions of dollars for that. So anyway, I'm sitting there in the theater. I'm like, okay, I'm trying to get the story. But the picture is going from double to single to double. And I, uh, I'm like already annoyed, like you know I get. <laughs> right? I'm easily worked up. So th- that's okay. I, I'm going to watch the movie. But now the movie starts and it's playing and it looks like it's still slightly double, right? And I'm just, I'm already annoyed. And so I went outside and I got a refund. I left the movie. I actually mm. watched it like two days later. Wow. And it turns out that the manager said, no, that the, the movie's not double. That's what the artist wanted. Like, get out of here. That's mm. not what the artist wanted. And it turns out, yes. Wow. The bokeh 
in the movie by the artist is uh, stuff that's double. Oh. So with the combine, them fixing the double and then the artist rendition, I was thrown off. And I actually was wrong. The movie is. So if you go see Into the Spider-Verse, <laughs> you don't have double vision on some of the blurred parts. They're double. That's not you being wrong. That's a theater for messing up in the beginning. That's yeah. what made you think it was yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's crazy, though. Okay, so that was my uh, theater experience, but uh, I'll hold off telling you. Tell me about Aquaman. So, remember weeks ago we said we watched Aquaman. I said I would not watch it opening night because it didn't deserve my money. Totally. You, said they ch- you also said they seemed to change the story. It went from what seemed to be an originally dark planned movie to uh, a lighthearted type of thing in Marvel-esque fashion. You need to watch the movie. All right. You need to spend two and a half hours of your life watching this movie. Um, Why? The cinegraphic. Cinematography? The the cinemagraphics. (laughs) (laughs) New word. The word Omar said previously. Yeah. Uh, Amazing, amazing visual. It was candy for photographers or people who make movies. The way they took Atlantis and made it so beautiful. The way... They filmed some of the fight scenes were very unique. Really? Yeah, it was like um, a unique perspective that I really enjoyed. And I haven't seen in any other movie yet, but I'm sure everyone will be doing next week. Oh, that's interesting. Overall, I'm intrigued. you felt that it was a two and a half hour movie. You, it is not, I'm not going to sit there and tell you it flew by. Okay. No, you felt that it was a two and a half hour movie. But at the end of the movie, you left out and you said, you know what? That is one of, that is Wonder Woman, best DC movie. Aquaman. Really? DC movie. Wow. Yeah. Uh, some people will put Spy- Superman, uh, Man of Steel on there. That's no. not even on my top five. Oh, no, that's a terrible know. movie. But, but let me ask you about the characters and the acting. Did, was it, um, did you have like a sense of the character like you do with like Christian Bale? So they're not doing an origin story on, on this movie. They're, they're taking you from Justice League. Okay. Okay. So you already had a little knowledge of Aquaman there and they they definitely flesh him out okay and not seeing previews like you I didn't realize how many great actors were were in this movie good good good. and uh it was just like one thing after another and and even and again folks it's it's a superhero movie so you do have to turn your brain off it's not like uh academy award winners you can't sit there and say well that doesn't make any sense why that no it's a superhero movie so uh, let me ask you this then about it, because one thing I've been uh, sort of annoyed with is physics. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, in a live action, like Homecoming Spider-Man, right? They could have used Tom Holland in his suit when he jumps up onto the Washington Memorial. There's even clips of him doing the stunt mm-hmm. and being on a wall like the old Spider-Man TV show. And it looks cool. You know, it looks a little cheesy because it's actually him like climbing a wall fast with wires. They killed that completely and made a a video game. Spider-Man, our brains can see physics. Like, uh, is physics an issue with this movie that you're like computer animated, computer animated, computer animated, computer animated? So here's a little behind the scenes of this movie, um, which I found out after I watched the movie. They, They filmed a lot of the movie on wires. Okay. So the actors were all on wires. So they had like a free flowing flow to it. So the actual movie wasn't filmed on the water, but with the CG for adding water, with the wires, with the actors' actions, 
very few fight scenes you see a little CG, you notice it. Okay. But the rest of the movie, the CG doesn't come into play. All right. You don't even think about the CG. Because, like, Wonder Woman, the end, ruined a little bit of that movie. The fight with... uh, Yeah. uh, 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 I was going to say Adonis. Me too, but... (laughs) And it's not Atlas. It's... uh, uh, Ares. Ares. The fight with Ares was... First of all, it's the the guy from freaking Harry Potter. Come on. Who is the weakest villain physically looking villain i've yeah, ever not seen not to take an aside here but if it's aries that can take any form he's a god can he take any form or he has to be weasley no he is normally not that form so right couldn't he like become they should have done it like this is what he looks like day to day but they, when he's battling i think they tried that they, they either cg muscles or whatever and but, him, but he's, he's still so mis- mr weasley man <laughs> i'm sorry some of us are typecasted and that's ron weasley's mm, dad for fighting life like- <laughs> He's going to wake up three years from now. Yeah, man. So I I didn't agree with that kind of thing. So Aquaman, definitely going to see. All right, so... But what did you think of the Spider-Verse? Okay, so it is the, hands down, best Spider-Man movie made. My goodness. Remember you said, not you, you... Even with Homecoming, that there is no good Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. This is the first good Spider-Man movie. It kept true to what you remember, or they just did it their own way very well. Yes, they did it their own way very well. And just like you mentioned, the Aquaman like uh, impressing you with its you know newfound graphics and how they use their you know cinematography. The animation in this, they used a method that is more. Uh, sort of like a little blockier Mm -hmm. because what they did was instead of doing 24 frames a second, they only drew 12 and doubled them. So it is 24 frames a second, but each thing is doubled. So you get kind of like a little bit of, Mm -hmm. it's got a look. The movie's got a cool comic look. And going back to physics, the thing that annoys me about computer animation is that things don't look real. You can't really make Spider-Man look real if if he's... Supposed to be coming down on a... I'll put the clip here. The physics from, uh, I think, Amazing Spider-Man. He's coming down and he just changes directions and goes faster another way. Our brain can pick up like Newton's laws of motion. He would have been dead or ragged. He would have been dead. His arm would have fallen (laughs) off from the force. So imagine an animation cartoon. Like it can do physics. It can do anything. Like flips and things. So uh, the Miles Morales character nailed... The Peter Parker character, you saw the preview, right? Mm. Yeah, so you you have an idea of the look of it and the feel of it, but story, animation, uh, winner all the way. So we both say two thumbs up for both of our movies. Yeah. So Aquaman, uh, surprising, um, wonderful movie. Uh, Not not the greatest movie of all time. It's not going to win awards. It's not. But you're coming from the DCU, so... It's one of the best DCU movies to date. Great. And, and this and is the best Spider-Man movie. It beats the Raimis. Wow. Yeah. And the Raimis were fun, but you but you had to put them in their own little world. Yeah, for sure. And I also don't want to... This is actually related to the Raimis. You'll see this movie is related to the Raimis. It's the same Spider-Man uh, because of things that are said in the movie. But I don't want to also hype it up where... You go in disappointed, you know. But but I'm telling you, when you rank them, this is the best Spider-Man movie, best story, best characters, best. Good to re-level set. So remember, whatever we're saying is based on our opinion. Go in sure. there thinking you're gonna hate it, and you'll probably love yeah. it. Yeah, and that's why I don't watch previews because it's like I'm always disappointed. Ruin everything. 
Next so, topic. So, Omar, you were thinking about complete immersion into the Sony world, but you found that you may have a problem with events. Why is that? Not a problem yet, because it's only the first time I've used it, but I have to figure something out. Okay. So here's the thing. Uh, 100% the switch to Sony and for portraits, like I told you, gold. Mm -hmm. Eye autofocus, totally fine. Natural light portraits, fantastic. Two, if you're doing portraits with studio lights, it's still great because the only thing when you're working with lights is it loses its mirrorless power of what you see is what you get. Because if you're working with flash, you are underexposing the person. There goes your image. Mm -hmm. So on the camera, I have a button that's set to, I call it night vision. It's like, hey, I'm working with flash. Turn off the exposure, right? Hit the night vision, and then I can see my image and then shoot with the flash. But now you're you're living the DSLR life. Shoot, chimp. Mm. Shoot, chimp. You have to if you're working with flash, right? Not an issue if you're doing portraits. Totally still okay. When you're shooting uh, with a speed light, you need to get a preview so that you can make sure that your flash is doing the right thing. Make adjustments as needed. Totally, right? When you do it on a Canon, you shoot and check really quick. The camera's already already ready to shoot again. But the, the I was about to say the Fuji, but the Sony, when I shoot, I've got two second preview on to take a quick glance to make sure I'm not overexposed or anything. But I have to pump this button, the shutter button, to get the preview off in a second. I've turned off my preview. But you see, you have, yeah, but when you're shooting with flash, you need preview. Well, no, um, because I see your point. But you have to. You have to. If you're shooting events, you have to make sure that you're because the person will change distance. So you have to make sure I change my power of my flash all the time. So watch. I'll show you what I have to do. Right. You See how long it's taking. So I have to go like this. Pump it. And it's out. Pump it. Pump it. Pump <laughs> <laughs> it. No, yeah. No, I get it. If makes I sense. didn't preview, I could be overexposing everything mm. without knowing. No, in the perfect sense, because I, I was going to say I don't use it. But then again, um, I my events have been slow. My one event I used it for was a slower event. There was no one running up and down. Totally. It was a, it was a bad, bad. Were you uh, shooting TTL? I think I was shooting partial TTL and as well as, you know, at one one quarter. Because if you're shooting TTL, I could see you don't have to preview. You're like trusting your flash to get you close. But and I'm shooting manual. Flash. Whenever, whenever, again, the, my event was so slow moving that if I ever wanted to take a shot and look, I had no problem. So I would just hit, hit the play, play button. Yeah, hit the play and button. Then, then, You're then right. Shutter. So but that's my event, which was really slow paced. Mine's fast. Yeah. Just, so I, that's that's why when you started saying that, I said, you know what? I see your point. Yeah, and it, and I'm not saying it doesn't work. It. Uh, what I'm saying is I haven't learned how to use this if people are... Because I'm talking entrances and the chair and the horror. I watched a video on this where someone was saying the same exact thing you're saying. So it is an, it is obviously at one point a known issue. Yeah, and it was no able concern. to focus. Mm -hmm. The good thing it was able to focus... Uh, n by the way, it's not able to focus on eye or face in the low light. You got to like throw that away. You actually yeah. have to use like one of the wider and uh, uh, it... Has the, you ever see the little green mm -hmm. like the little motion searchies, dots? Like, <laughs> the little searchies, they work in the dark. Mm. But uh, face is a little tougher. Yes, slow. We, we have slow. to shoot wide focus at that point. Yep. Yeah, so I'm going to have to practice with it. Uh, that was my one hang up with it. But with portraits, uh, I've only, like I said, I've only done two sessions with it and love it for portraits. But um, does that mean I have to carry Let me two systems for a uh, while? That's, that's a good question. Let me ask you this question. With the portraits, did you find that? 
which they should be, but let me ask you, yeah. did you find that the 24 megapixels was more than enough for yeah, you? Yeah, I was actually surprised. I was scared. I, I wanted the A7R three. I really wanted that camera because I like... Um, I feel like I was going to head towards medium format, mm -hmm. having like delicious landscapes that are huge and portraits that you see every pore. But my entry into the system, I was like, this one has better skin. They, they fix the, the skin sort of reading on this. Uh, and the autofocus is crazy good on this. So I went with the a7 III. Uh, yeah. And I'll put a picture here, but like I zoomed in and sharpie, sharp, sharp. Like enough, twenty four megapixels is enough. Yeah, and that's exactly what when we were talking about it about a year ago, last year, two thousand eighteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we talked about it, and I was like, well, yeah, I'm going from forty five megapixels down to. Yeah, what have you found? And I, I haven't, you know, with all the practice shots that I have, and there hasn't been a lot of them, but the ones I have taken, enough more than crispy, more than crispy, more than crispy. Yeah, and so I'm super happy with the images. And uh, the other hang up was I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to edit the raws well enough. Believe it or not, the sliders are less extreme than my Canon. Canon, uh, I'm pulling a lot of the sliders. All I had to do for the Sony was take my slider pulls and have them, just like my diet. <laughs> <laughs> That's the good thing about the Sony and Sony world. Uh, the Sony lenses, the body has a software fix built in for the lenses. Mm. So it automatically corrects a lot of the distortions for oh, wide angle lenses. Really? Oh. Yeah, so by the time you get to your uh Lightroom, you see edited soft Sony software. Oh, cool, cool. So cool. That you don't have to even click that little button to fix oh, it. I didn't know that. That's cool. I the going to Sony Glass though, what has your search found? Like is it a it's a that's it's painful. Yeah, right? It's painful because I'm in the place of I don't want to stop doing professional photography all together yeah but i'm not taking eight events you know in six months like no, i you, used to you can't build a whole lens library so out. i don't want to pay twenty two hundred dollars for a 72 uh, 7200 or twenty two hundred dollars for a 24-70 2.8 that is going to be heavy and awkward yeah. so all their lenses are amazing they're expensive yeah and like so i'm thinking like i had i had uh, purchased a 24 to 70 f4 i already sent that back oh you did okay it wasn't that well it was it did a great job it did a great job for an event right but i don't use zoom friends no. you know so i i'm gonna slow down and do more portraits now yeah you know, yeah do, so do, that, that'll be your like 35 and an 85 so i have a 50 and an 85 currently cool, cool. and i'm looking at you know if i ever need an event lens i am thinking about just picking up the sigma or how about that Tamron, that 28 to 70? Everyone says the Tamron Sony mount 28 to 75. That's what I was thinking. I don't know why I said Sigma. Oh, you meant Tamron. Yeah, that that's that may be a lens, the one lens I pick up first that's a zoom lens. I had it I had it from my Nikon and I loved it. Um, I think Georgie has it too. He has yeah, it now. Yeah. yeah, he ended up inheriting it. Oh, is it, it. yours? Oh, okay, so cool. and he rocks it. He does. And yeah. um, now the new version with the uh, with the firmware updates and this, uh, that, and the other. Uh, at first, when it came out for the Sony, it had an uh, autofocus issue, but that's already been fixed. Cool. And if you have an older one, you could fix it with a in-camera firmware. You don't have to send the lens back. Oh, very cool. It's got a little USB guy on there. No, no, the actual camera. Oh. We'll, we'll, we'll tell the lens what ah, the update is. That's cool. Very cool. That's how they do it on Fuji too. Ding. So, all right, man. I mean, uh, I I look forward to doing a couple of uh, 
you know, videos on the camera and teach people about the camera. But I like that we both have it so we can kind of bounce ideas off each other. And so. then when we go shoot, we get to uh, learn from each other. When we, we go gotta go for shoot. a fun shoot. Yeah. Get out there and relax with the world. Totally, man. We need to go to the city, do some more street photography. Let's do it. And people should join us. <laughs> All three oh, of you. Let us know if you want to do a photo walk. You have to be in New Jersey or New York. Yeah, totally. City. New York. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, thanks for everything, guys. We'll see you next Overexposed mugs. Oh, over- <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you next time. <laughs>